Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. live in the American Airlines Center so we're not allowed to leave after Smackdown because there's no re-entry this one guy is mad so we have found a corridor and we're recording what went down for Smackdown I'm going to do this as best as I can however there's a small chance oh no there's somebody sees us and come and gets us so we're going to lie right you've got to be in with a lie with us anyway Smackdown Wrestlemania Wrestlemania Smackdown whatever we're calling it is in the books and it was kind of a weird episode of Smackdown because you could feel it I know Phil felt the same I felt the same a lot of the crowd we talked to felt the same we assumed that Brock and Roman were going to do something to end the show I know they've done all the stuff on Roman uh, on Raw sorry I should say and I know they had a really cool video package tonight that was set to Metallica's All Nightmare Long, so I was sat there singing, annoying everybody. But we didn't, I don't even mind that we ended with the Happy Corbin, uh, Mad Cat Moss, Drew McIntyre stuff, which I'll talk about in one second. I actually think that build's been okay. Maybe not WrestleMania-worthy build, but you could say that for a lot of the matches on the card. But you just tell, everyone thought, we're going to get through this, and then even if it's a small four, three minutes... It was a little bit disappointing, is what I'm going to say. And as a cheap plug, make sure you tune in for Ups and Downs for SmackDown, where I get into that a little bit more. But yeah, so our closing angle was an episode of Happy Talk. Mad Cat Moss had won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal in the very first thing we saw after knocking out Finn Balor, which I actually did like, because it certainly feels like post-WrestleMania, we're going to feud Corbin with Mad Cat Moss. We'll turn Mad Cat Moss face, and I think that's a really good idea. He has something. We change his silly outfit, and we stop him telling the jokes. We make him a little bit more serious. I think people already like him, or at least I know that I already do. So we did the Happy Talk segment, and I think all you need to know, obviously, they've stolen Drew McIntyre's sword, who's called Angela, named after Drew McIntyre's mother. And I may get this wrong, but the idea overall was Happy Corman told a joke where I said, do you know what the similarities are between Drew McIntyre's mum and his sword? He lost them both. Now, I don't think I told that, right? But the point was, let's talk about Drew McIntyre's mother that died. Now, I can only imagine that Drew said this was fine. Drew probably came up with it. Do I mean this? I don't know. But it worked in terms of a reaction. And when Drew came out, went absolutely nuts. He took back the sword. He stuck it into the ring. There was a load of fireworks. Happy Corbin looked like he was going to fall down. Mad Cat Moss did fall down when Drew McIntyre whacked him one. It accomplished something. Now, would I have ended SmackDown before WrestleMania that way? 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I would not. I really do think you needed a Brock Roman thing there, which ties into all the video package we did see. Uh, there was a Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair one. Obviously, Brock Roman. I think there was another one, Kevin Owens and Steve Austin. All of them were excellent. And I would go as far to say that the Charlotte Ronda one did a better job of building that match and making it feel like a big deal than the stuff they've done in the ring. But here's another faux pas. Ronda Rousey wasn't on the show. Which may have actually been for the best because when she came on screen, everyone booed. And Phil and I were like, no, we don't need this again. But Charlotte Flair came out, cut a kind of generic promo. It was fine. It was okay. She handled the watch chance very well. But the videos here were awesome. The problem, though, watching it live was, I mean, it's a two-hour show with adverts, maybe an hour 35. I would say we probably got, I may be exaggerating, but it felt like maybe sub an hour of actually stuff we were seeing. It kind of felt like you paid 50 bucks to sit in your lounge, <laughs> a big lounge, I suppose, with friends, and watch an episode of SmackDown. So much was happening on the screen. With that said... I thought the Andre the Giant Battle Royal was fun. I like Madcap Moss winning, like I say. We had the triple threat match between Ricochet, Humberto, and Angel. It started slow, but the last five minutes I thought were particularly impressive. And look, it fell out a little bit, but essentially Ricochet beat two people. I think that's important. I, all, I, I kind of feel like it's a crime he's not on WrestleMania. Same with Damian Priest, Finn Balor, etc., etc. But at least he won here. And given that, at least for a short time, we're only going to... Rob Van Dam chance. At least for a short time, we're only going to have one world champion. Hopefully, WWE goes, oh, man, we need to push the U.S. championship. We need to push the Intercontinental Championship. And Ricochet is so good live. Like, absolutely ridiculous live. He's so damn smooth. The finish with the 6.30 on to Angel, right into the recall on Humberto to get the 1-2-3, made me a happy man. What was not so good was all the stuff with the Women's Tag Team Championships. Now, the whole feud has been based around the fact that they want these championships. And that's it. But why would you want the championship? Every time you get it, you just vanish from TV. We were doing Naomi and Sasha versus Alina Vega and Carmella. And it had Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan and Natalia and Shayna Baszler at ringside. They didn't even do anything. Naomi just hit the split leg of Moonsault on one. And we got to break. And they all walked off. It's like, you just wheeled them out. You quite literally wheeled them out. So that has been a little bit lame, even though I think the match will be good. This is where we got into the Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair stuff, which is a little bit better. But I think the video package did the best job. Um, and there was... Oh, right. So the big angle of the whole night tied around Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura coming out to take... Well, it was Shinsuke versus Jimmy Uso, right? Jey Uso there was there as well. But this is when Austin Theory attacked Pat McAfee during him dancing on the table. He took a crazy bump. They ran back to Vince McMahon's office. But this time, Pat McAfee kicked out the door. Vince came out and said, oh, man, pal, you can't do that. Oh, I'll fire you. And essentially, this uh, single match, Finn, in fact, let me restart this. I've forgotten a major bit. Basically, Austin Theory then came out again, but Finn Balor attacked him, which I thought was smart because he too has fallen out with Austin Theory. WWE then pulled their... Greatest trick, I suppose, and turned it into a six-man tag, meaning it was the Usos and Austin Theory versus Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs was brilliant during this, just doing every single move a thousand times before dropping on them ahead. And it ended with the Usos screwing over Finn Balor. They knocked him off the rope, which allowed Austin Theory to hit the ATL. Then Pat McAfee was going to get in the ring, but Michael Cole calmed him down. I tell you, the Pat McAfee-Austin Theory thing has been absolutely tremendous. I want to see the match. Everybody was chanting Pat McAfee, uh, Austin Theory sucks. They're, everyone's chanting, get him, Pat, we want Pat. They've done it. I think Pat McAfee should win. And while I don't want him to leave the commentary desk, I absolutely think we should extend this out. And maybe he does another match at WrestleMania Backlash. Then we hold it off to SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Give him stuff throughout the year because he is so over with the fans. And every single thing he does, I think, is great. And... That went on for a long time, and maybe there are a few too many down periods, given again that we're bidding to WrestleMania, but I thought it was fun, I thought it was entertaining, 
I don't know what they would have done without Finn Balor, who is such an experienced, a good professional wrestler, that as soon as he clicked his fingers and go, 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 he was absolutely smashing it. As I've already said, I'll say it again because I think it's important. Massive shame that he's not on WrestleMania, but we have a few days to go. Who knows? Sometimes, well, if a match does pair up from nowhere, it's going to be on the pre-show. So that is essentially the ifs and buts and maybes of SmackDown before WrestleMania. I think Raw did a much better job, which I'm kind of fascinated by because obviously Raw is, you know, five, six days before this year's Mania, whereas SmackDown, surely one of the benefits of having it on a Friday night is that you can tie into the, well, in this instance, that 24-hour boom. Here we go for night one. And then you know, here we go for night two. And they didn't really do the best job, I would say, of going over all the matches. Like you had the graphics and we've had some video packages that we've already talked about. But I think there's probably a few more beats that they could have hit. And they didn't do it. It felt like a very by-the-numbers show that relied on produced content. And you have to imagine, the people I would shout out are Rick Boogs, Finn Balor, and uh, yeah, Pat McAfee. Without those three here, and Drew too. I think Drew and, and Abby Corbin and Mad Cat Moss did a good job. A little bit weird, a little bit funny. I'm still pumped for WrestleMania. I think, still think it's going to be a damn good show. But, well, look, if you want proper review, <laughs> things being pointed up in the air and things being pointed down to the sky, that doesn't make any sense. Make sure you check out Ups and Downs, which we were doing live outside this building, unless we get kicked out any time, and then maybe we can go to jail. I have no idea. You tell me. But, and the good thing about this is we're now going to go back into the Hall of Fame, see Taker go in there. It gives me some time to reflect on SmackDown. I've made some notes. We'll go through them properly. Hopefully, we'll have a live crowd as well. But in the meantime, make sure you like the video, share the video, subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Follow us on social media, WhatCultureWWE. I'm Simon316. Fill My Chambers is there as well. Uh, what else can you do? Watch more videos here on YouTube. All our WrestleMania content's going up all the time. Again, ups and downs will be up later. We appreciate you. Thank you to everyone who has been so nice that we bump into and watch pictures. You blow our minds and you expand our hearts. Like I say, you enjoy your WrestleMania, and we'll talk to you soon. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.